You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Are you tired of the I can't mindset? The I'm not good enough mindset? Do you feel like your negative thoughts control your life? Well, you came to the right place. Because in the next 30 minutes, you will learn how to break free from the limiting mindset of anxiety, fear, victimization, depression, trauma, and self-hatred by reprogramming your subconscious mind. It's time to master your mind with Dr. Erica. Hello, hello, good people, and welcome to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today is a good day. Um, I always, I like to start off with taking a deep breath just to bring us back and centered to our life, our life energy within us. And so let's just take a deep breath. Breathe in, and as you're breathing in, breathe in the air, breathe in the life that you are, and then as you breathe out, slowly, just breathe out any toxins, any stress, any negative energy that your body's holding on to. Another deep breath, breathe in, feeling your diaphragm, feeling your lungs, holding it, and breathe out. And just throughout my day, if I'm feeling kind of tense or stressed, I'll just take a deep breath just like that because it really is our body's natural system of calming and kind of getting us back into a space of just peace and safety. And so I just want to welcome you today for joining me. I'm excited. I have been using RTT therapy. I know you've been hearing me talk about it. It's rapid transformational therapy. It's a hypnotherapy and we take you through a process of healing and transformation um, in the sessions. It's usually one to three sessions and the change just happens so fast because it's at a subconscious level and we know that most of our programming is subconscious and so a lot of our habits and our behaviors are subconscious and so it's it's powerful when you attack it at that level um and a lot of my clients are just seeing phenomenal changes and differences. And so have I because I've been, you know, trying to do it. And so I also had to be a, um, a, a client to receive it. And so it's just really powerful. If you are in counseling or if you were thinking about counseling or thinking about getting a coach, I would encourage you to reach out to me and really give this a try because, like I said, it's phenomenal uh, the change that can happen so quickly when you deal with it at a subconscious level. Um, and then I also want to mention I am open and taking people who are interested in my support group. Please email me, reach out to me at, the, at healthyminds.expert. Um, and then I just always talk about the benefits of CBD. CBD comes from the hemp plant. It doesn't come from the marijuana plant, although both of those plants are from the cannabis plant. And so what is unique about CBD is it doesn't get you high. It's legal in all 50 states. You don't need a prescription. And the company, Wakano, that I have my dispensary from is a uh, a, an amazing company that is a, t a testament of the quality of, of the, the CBD that we provide. It is um, 
third-party tested. It is USDA certified organic. We have certificate of analysis that attests to the purity of the CBD. And my go-to is the 500 milligram. It's called the Hempranium. It's a tincture that I take under my tongue about, I usually do about 25 to 50 milligrams and I am set. It kicks in in about 15-20 minutes and I am calm, relaxed, and focused and really, you know, able to, to take on whatever my day brings. Um, I also love the power gummies. I usually take one an hour before sleep because again it provides that restorative sleep when you wake up in the morning and you just feel like today is a new day. Today is a new day that has never been lived and, and I can really um, be intentional about what I want for my day. And so go to my website, healthyminds.expert. Check it out. Just uh, let me know that you're listening, that you love the show, and anything else that you'd like me to, to talk about. I'm always bringing people onto the show that share their story, share their passions, and really help support your mental wellness. And so I am very happy to introduce my guest today. Her name is Bridget Hedgeman, and she is, I mean, I've known her for so long. She's just a phenomenal woman, and I'm just so happy to have her today as she's going to share a little bit of her journey. And so Bridget comes from a family history that goes back three generations in Chicago. She was born into a family of educators, and along with her three siblings, she was raised on the south side of Chicago. Her education took her to the East Coast as a college student at the famous Howard University HBCU and then she came back to Chicago as a graduate student at Chicago State University. She has spent 30 years of her career working in corporate sales and recently stepped into the entrepreneurial space as the founder and CEO of Upgrade Sales Consulting LLC. And in the past three or four years, she has really kind of focused on her healing and mental wellness, dealing with symptoms of anxiety, depression, and also a physical condition. And she's going to share a little bit of that journey with us. She is a culture ambassador, Chicago State mother to 21-year-old twins, now rising college seniors, and her youngest child, everyone's favorite person, is a seven-year-old Yorkie Mix Rocket. So welcome, welcome, Bridget. Thank you so much for taking the time today. Thank you, Erica. It's a pleasure, just a pleasure to be here. I'm so happy. Thank you. And so I just really want you to share a little bit about your journey and kind of what you've been up to these last three to four years. Wow. So what haven't I been up to is like <laughs> more of the, the question. But so um, I'll just rewind a little bit uh, to what you read from the, uh, my, bio, my bio. And uh, I spent 30 years in corporate sales, as you know. And um, right around 2019, maybe 2018, I had already been showing some symptoms of just being burnt out, being checked out and just like, you know, I don't know how much longer this can go on and also experiencing some physical symptoms. And so I said, you know, I need to be intentional and actually start figuring out, you know, how I'm going to address this, this issue and come up with a plan. So, uh, I figured I'd reach out and see if I could get some support from, uh, a therapist. 
and not just any therapist, I wanted to work with a black woman therapist. And part of that is because I just feel like there's not a lot of explaining that I would have to do. We would, you know, they would get to know me, but our experiences would be similar. So I didn't have to start explaining like what it means when someone says this or that I wasn't overacting when, you know, this microaggression happened. So uh, luckily I found someone, we started working together. But even before then, I had a core group of Black women who've always been my supporters. So really, as we agreed to have this conversation, and I thought, okay, what's, you know, the theme? And it, it really is how Black women have been such an integral part of my journey, even from the very beginning, but more intentionally these last few years. So around 2019 i took a new position after being in corporate for at that point over 20 years and you may have heard this erica or, or have even seen this is even when you love what you do which i did it's taxing so i was working i was working a lot i had my kids when they were small i was married i'm no longer married and you know just the pressures of, you know, being a black woman who works outside of the home and then who works in really sort of a, a male dominated, mostly white space. But, you know, I was chugging along, I was doing it. I was getting, you know, these promotions, I was doing this, I was doing that. And I remember a friend of mine saying, who also was in corporate sales, he was like, wow, like you make it look so easy. And, uh, and then another person who had just become a new mother, uh, also in corporate sales, she, uh, she asked me, like, what's the secret? you like, it's got to be a secret. And I'm like, girl, there's no secret. <laughs> you, you might see, you know, the duck, that whole, you know, example when they're like, the duck is on the top of the pond, but, you know, paddling, you know, fiercely, ferociously beneath, uh, under the water. That was me. And that's so many people. And yeah. so I got to a point where I could no longer ignore uh, my symptoms. I was starting to have panic attacks and, uh, and then, you know, just some other physical symptoms. So I said, hey, I need to get really intentional. I got my therapist. I got some trusted friends who've always been in my circle who I figured could understand at least. Well, well let me say this everybody has their issues and but they and even if they didn't have the same issues they cared enough about me to want to make sure that I was okay or as my daughter says you good exactly, <laughs> so, exactly. and that is such a blessing and so uh reaching out to the therapist the therapist the first woman therapist that I had and uh we were able to make some progress and get to a certain point uh, I was still having symptoms though. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll switch things up a little bit and uh, work with someone else. And over the course of the past, I'd say probably five years, I've worked with uh, a number of therapists who have all helped me at a certain level. And then I moved on to the next one. But, um, but yeah, so it's been transformative for me in a lot of ways, because, and we talked about this a little uh, while ago, is, you know, I was in this high pressure, you know, career that honestly, I didn't even really think of it as high pressure because I loved it. 
Uh, and then when you're in sales, you know, it's like, what have you done for me lately? You know, <laughs> forget all the, you know, the sales that you just made, you know, there's a quota, you got to hit it. And so even though I love doing it, uh, I was starting to burn out. And then right around 2019, when I, you know, kind of going back to the comment, uh, you know, you make it look so easy, you know, what's the secret? On the outside to other people, it looks like, you know, I was just rocking and rolling, right? Like I was handling it. And they didn't know, you know, that sometimes I would go into my room at night. It just gotten so bad that sometimes when it was time to go to sleep, I had such bad insomnia. Just going into my room was a bit of a trigger. Like, oh, this is the place where I don't sleep. You know, this is the place where, you know, from time to time, I would wake up with panic attacks. That's how bad it was. And girl, I was like, how, you, how, how am I waking up with a panic attack? I'm asleep. <laughs> so that's when I knew. I'm like, you know what, Bridget, you're, you, you really need to take care of yourself. And I really had to stop, honestly, Erica, and reflect that I really was not taking care of myself. Like I was doing all of the things to run a household, running a household is like a small business, you know, with my kids and making sure bills were paid and they were set and, you know, rocket was set and we were doing all, you know, trying to make them, you know, make sure they're exposed to all the things. And a lot of cases, things that I wasn't exposed to as, you know, as a kid growing up. So all the things I was doing what a lot of us do. And in my mind, that was me taking care of myself, right? Like I would run. So I was doing my exercise and I was doing all this stuff. You know, I like to read, blah, blah. but that's when I had to take a step back around 2019, 2020, right before uh, COVID-19 pandemic started that I said, okay, I'm not really taking care of myself. Uh, I've been made to sort of, believe that I'm taking care of myself because I'm doing all of these things. I'm checking all of these boxes. I'm eating, generally speaking, healthy, <laughs> you know, not strictly healthy, but overall pretty healthy. And then as the symptoms started to progress, I knew, hey, I got to take a different approach. And so that's when I really, you know, took a step back and sort of, you know, theoretically, like you talked about earlier, taking a deep breath and really figuring out, hey, listen, where am I? And how am I going to get out of this situation that I find myself in? And so that was when I really intentionally started on the healing journey of working, continuing to get, you know, getting even more serious about uh, my progress in therapy and working more collaboratively with my therapist instead of just like, Hey, you know, let me tell you what happened today. Uh, but no, let's come up with a treatment plan. Like, here's some things I would like to do that I'm not able to do now, you know, sort of socially speaking or even um, whatever the situation was. And uh, we got intentional. I started to see progress. And then I started bringing in, okay, meditation, yoga, like, you could not have told me as a avid runner since I was in high school and all the way up until just about last year when I really had to back off of the running. But, you know, meditation and yoga, like, looks so boring. Like, oh my goodness, who's going to do that? <laughs> what type of workout am I getting? So 
so I had been doing a little bit of yoga already, sort of, you know, dabbling in it over the years. And then I got intentional and I kept it simple. I just, I did a couple of Groupons and went to some of the classes uh, in the neighborhood. This was before the pandemic. And once, you know, COVID hit, I went to YouTube, girl, it's free. <laughs> and I found a couple of people and I would just go, you know, get up in the mornings. And instead of doing my run, like I had done in the past, I would get on and, you know, find, you know, something that I wanted to work on and do yoga. So that was my a little bit of my intro into mindfulness. And so I said, okay, I didn't think I'd ever do yoga. Now let me try this meditation. Cause my, you know, part of what the anxiety, as you know, is like the racing thoughts and, yes. you know, just sort of worrying about what's going to happen next. And with the mindfulness is being present, yeah. you know, really focusing on learning how to be present, <clears throat> excuse me, so again, I went to YouTube, <laughs> found a few, you know, uh, like five minute, 10 minute meditations and really just committed to doing that. And the funny thing that happened, Erica, is that I realized, you know, this was another aha moment. I didn't even know how to breathe from my, di my diaphragm, that deep breathing. Yeah. I was like, okay, she's taking a deep breath and mine stops here. <laughs> Like, you know, she's still, you know, breathing in and I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> so, oh, no. so, so I said, okay, oh, I don't no. know how to breathe right. So again, YouTube, I die, I, how do you breathe from your diaphragm? Instructional. I was like, okay, I got it. And so then that was another, you know, I tagged on another piece. And um, I would intentionally, in a lot of cases, like with the yoga, I just started with the person who had the most views. And then I found... Um, I, uh, instructor, uh, Jessamyn Stanley, and I started, you know, uh, watching her videos. And then with the mind, the meditation, I was looking for black women to see, you know, who's out there because I wanted to support them as well on YouTube. And so, yeah, that was back in like nine, uh, like 19 or 20. And I do, I broke down a couple of months ago and got the calm app because I was tired of searching YouTube. <laughs> so, yeah. So now I have, you know, every morning when I get up, I figure, you know, what am I in the mood for? I take care of Rocket, get him outside, get him fed. And then I sit down and I do my meditation at least 10 minutes. And, you know, some days I'm tempted to skip, but I know, you know, like yesterday was such a busy day. And I said to myself, like, I don't have time. Like, you know, I'll do it midday. And I said, you know what, Bridget, this is the day you really need to do it because I could feel the anxiety. Like, I don't even have time to do my meditation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, that's the type of day you're about to have, girlfriend. So I said, no, mm -hmm. let me stop. And so, yeah, so I've been sort of adding in these different, um, I guess the best way to describe it, at least for me, approaches. So sort of... Um, a multidisciplinary approach to healing. Um, because, you know, if you go back even a little bit further, you know, there's uh, generational trauma, there's, you know, sort of racial trauma that's passed down, you know, gender, all of, all of those things that you're not even aware of. You just know that, you know, I can't stop these racing thoughts. And so, as I moved forward and said, okay, I'm going to be intentional because 
if I don't do this, like, I don't know where I'm going to be. That's really where it was. Yeah. And, and, and I appreciate you really just being honest about your journey and your story, because I think that what you're describing is so familiar to me and to a lot of women. I think um, this idea of, you know, black women just having to be so strong and having to do it all so well right. and taking care of everybody else and, you know, your needs are at the bottom if they're ever met. And I think that, like you said, you can do it for so long and it eventually is going to come to a head. It's going to come to a head because you're human. And we all have those breaking points. And sooner or later, it's like you just pour out and you pour out and you pour out until you're empty and you don't really realize and recognize what a toll it's taken. Yeah. on you uh, emotionally and physically and um, so I'm so proud of you that you were able to find the courage to really say you know what I have to put myself as a priority I have to make myself uh, pay attention and focus on what I need right. to get better <laughs> and I do I do agree that even though I have not spent a lot of time in, in the corporate uh, sector I do believe that the trauma the emotional trauma and the microaggressions you know of racism and sexism and just all of these um, things that you deal with on a daily basis that you don't even really know the impact they're having right. Until you stop and you really begin to evaluate and reflect on where is the anxiety coming from? Where is the panic arousing from? Where is the low self-esteem, you know, kind of what's triggering all of those things. And so I just, I applaud you because it just takes a lot of courage and just, I have a lot of respect for you for, for doing that. Thank you. Thank you, Erica. Yeah, you know, I would show up sometimes for meetings, like pulling up to the building and, you know, I'd just be like, okay, I just need to, you know, I need 10 minutes to meditate. I just got to get my mind right before I go into this building. And so, so anyway, so as we move forward, you know, so 2019, I'm being more intentional about, you know, taking care of myself. And a big part of that, too, was setting boundaries um, with others, including, so I really have trouble setting boundaries with people who, you know, and I guess this is pretty common. I mean, they're not a part of your inner circle, your circle of friends or people that you really care about. You know, can you do this? Can you do that? most of the time I could feel pretty comfortable about saying no. But if you involve some kids or some young people, then that's my weak spot. (laughs) I'm just going to say yes, even when I know I should say no. So, but I got more intentional about setting boundaries and saying, and you just talked about this too, like what I want matters and uh, my feelings matter and taking time for myself, that matters too, to my well-being and me, you know, working at a job that for a long time that I loved, I was made to believe that that was me time because that you love it. So, and I was so brainwashed by that. Like I literally, I, I, I believed it like, oh, well, 
I already, you know, I have a job that I love. And so I wasn't taking any time for myself. The only time I had for myself was really if I was able to, you know, exercise. That was time for myself. I didn't have time to just sort of get in touch with my feelings and what I wanted. So I started to set these boundaries with, uh, you know, my kids and other important people in my life. And, and really with myself, when I started to realize that, you know, Bridget, you really, every, your feelings are as important as others. And what I really started to realize after I'm being intentional about my mental health is how much I was putting other people's feelings and comfort over my own. Like, you could not have told me that that was true, Erica. You couldn't have told me. I'd be like, oh, yeah, no. And then when I really start understanding what that looks like, I was like, oh, you know, so say, for example, um, you know, someone would invite me somewhere and I couldn't go. And I knew, or or I knew it was going to be really difficult for me to go. I was going to be stressed out because I had to move a lot of stuff around. Or even, God forbid, I just didn't want to go. That never seemed like an option to me. Like, I, you could say no. just be like, yeah. <laughs> you could just <laughs> say no. No, I mean, really, I could say no. And I don't have to explain because I'm like, well, see, my dad, my, I got to do, and it's like, stop, Bridget, stop. This is, yeah. this is a boundary. You get to just say no, just for no. And that is a practice for me. I'm getting better. Yeah, I am absolutely getting better. But that was huge to set those boundaries and then to honor them for myself and to say, I can just say no, not because I have 10 million other things to do, but just because I don't want to. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit? We've got about four minutes. Can you talk a little bit about the pivot from the corporate yes. to the entrepreneurial world? Yes, yes, this is a great transition. So as I started to heal more, started to have, you know, these realizations and it, it was clear to me based on my mental and physical health, I had to do something different. The corporate space was going to kill me, at least spiritually. And so I decided, you know, I was actually on long-term disability. My uh, healthcare providers were like, no, do not go back. And so I had to figure out, all right, I got to take care of myself, reduce my stress. What am I going to do? Like, I'm not near retirement age, so I had to actually make some money. <laughs> so I figured I can go and start consulting and bring value to businesses, small businesses, micro businesses, solopreneurs, uh, helping them grow their business by improving their sales process and doing some business coaching and even some training with businesses that I really wanted to work with. So a big part of my healing uh, and why I started the, the uh, Upgrade Sales Consulting LLC is that I really wanted to work with clients that I wanted to work with. I didn't wanna just have to deal, you know, if a client shows up that I feel like it's gonna be a drain, you know, I, I don't work with them. That's the beauty of, you know, being able to do work that I love, helping clients that I believe in grow their businesses and really having a good time doing it and knowing that all the hard work I'm doing is valued. And so that's how I got on the path to being in the entrepreneurial space. And it's been amazing and 
it's been scary and it's been <laughs> frustrating and it's been exhilarating. And I look back at where I started and I started working on building this firm back in August and where I am now almost a year later, again, going back to kind of how I started is black women have been so key every step of the way. And, you know, I have a few people, non-black and non-women that have also been a part of this, you know, getting me to this point. But as a whole, I'm just so grateful for the black women in my life who have supported me and gotten me to this point and check in on me. And honestly, Erica, I realized the other day, I don't be calling people that much. I got a call, like I'll text. <laughs> I said, I got a call. I called somebody the other day. She was like, what's up, you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm just calling you before you call me. <laughs> so, I'm right, I'm anyway. right with you along that line. But yeah. you know what, I just wanna say congratulations because I know that it takes a lot of, again, that courage, you know, to step out on your own from what was so familiar, like that you did, that you did in your sleep, you know how to do, to now creating your own space, creating your own opportunity in in being able to choose, you know, I think that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur is you really do, you guide what where you want to go and what right. you want to do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So tell my listeners where they can learn more about uh, Upgrade Sales Consulting and okay. how can they connect with you? Okay. So my website is UpgradeSalesConsulting.com. So the website is up, it's running, got a bunch of different, you know, sort of tabs. You can learn about our, our business, who we work with and services. I'm also on LinkedIn. I have an Upgrade Sales Consulting page. And then you can find me on LinkedIn also as Bridget Allen Hedgman. So Bridge, two T's, Allen, spell it with the E at the end, and then Hedgeman, Hedge and Man, one word. So then I'm also on Instagram, Upgrade S, Upgrade SC. And uh, I'm sort of, I'm, I'm getting into Twitter. I, personally, I'm into Twitter, but I don't have my business page up yet on Twitter. So yeah, so that's where you can find me. I am there and uh, I would love to connect with with you know your listeners so thank you thank you is there any other last words of wisdom you can offer yeah you know I would say you know take a chance always bet on yourself that's what I've been hearing women say in particular over the last couple of years and the more I hear it and the more I'm in this space bet on yourself just always bet on yourself. You can do it and try to have some fun with it. Lower the stakes. And because when you when it's really high stakes, the anxiety increases. So bet on yourself. Just try to be chill. Get some of that CBD. <laughs> Absolutely. Focus. And then, you know, have some fun. You're going to have a blast. You're going to learn a lot. And when you're in that space, Erica, you can be your authentic self. That's the beauty of where I am now. And you are going to draw those people to you. So that that's what I would say. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Bridget. I appreciate your time and you being here. Thanks for listening to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. We will be back next with another terrific episode that will allow you to master your mind. Please visit HempHappier.com for more information about Dr. Erica and CBD oil. See you next week.